the college football experience, Boston College Eagles season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating at your bets, make sure you grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And lastly, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, us. The NBA Finals free roll contest locks at the end of this week. So make sure you get your entry in for a free shot at winning $1,000. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store and download it today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome to the college football experience, Boston College Eagles season preview. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dant, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Rick Flair's in on that. Uh, look, and we are talking Boston College Golden Eagle football, which. I think it had been a while. I think it'd been a while since, you know, Je- Jeff Halfley's kind of getting this unit together. Give me the Dundee music. All right. Give me the Dundee music. This was a rich program back in the eighties with Doug Flutie and those hail Marys, right? This said uh, in the nineties, Tom Coughlin, Dan Henning. I mean, great quarterback play from, I mentioned Doug Flutie. Matt Hasselback, Tim Hasselback, Mark Hartzell, Glenn Foley, Matt Ryan, Brian St. Pierre. They just had good quarterback play. It was a, it was a guarantee. And then uh, kind of for the past decade, they've been average average. I would say since Jeff Jagzinski left member with Matt Ryan, they were top 10 at one point, but they kind of been average ever since then. And uh New hire Jeff Halfley. Now, I, I once again I'm going to give him that pass. I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass because year one coaches, year one coaches with uh, COVID, you didn't get spring ball, and you got you went six and five. All right, you went six and five, and I think that's a solid first year. Um, almost beat North Carolina, who was top ten. Really had your chances to win that one, um, and then. I feel like just played a little bit better than what we expected, considering no spring ball, shortened camp, opt out, stuff like that. Really tough on the first year coaches a season ago. But now you get to Jeff Halfley, and I, and he's recruiting at a really good level. This was a great hire. It was uh, truly a great hire. Um, I 
I, I got it. We got to see it pan out still, but I think it's all going to work out with this hire. Um, the defense was instantly better. Steve Adazio had, had things had gotten stale, and really, Steve Adazio kind of made Boston College what they aren't. You know what I mean? Boston College had f- forever been like, hey, great quarterback play, sound defense, and yeah, Adazio just kind of the quarterback position kind of got forgotten. They were physical, but always terrible on special teams. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see if Halfley can go back to the days where BC was, was a much better team essentially. So you look at this bunch returning 17 starters, um, nine starters back on offense. I, I, I'm excited for that. Phil Jerkovic, the Notre Dame transfer at quarterback. This guy had a great, uh, a great season, just a junior. Now uh, he had four, 300 yard games. And this was a wacky season. I mean, they had the 24th best passing attack in the, in the nation. Um, they lose their stud tight end Hunter long, but I mean, the wideouts should be, should be there. Zay flowers who had like almost 60 catches the season ago for, for just shy of 900 yards and nine touchdowns. He's back. The other wideout CJ Lewis, Jalen Hill are back. I mean, this offense should be, should be rolling the O line. I mean, the O line, Alec Lindstrom, the center, all, all ACC center. And really they returned all five offensive linemen. Which I love to circle when you're when you're previewing uh, these game or you know these teams, and and I'll be honest, a lot of these guys are on the NFL radar, and and maybe they've always been like the, a really kind of underrated O line school, Damian Woody, um, some other great O linemen that 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 came out from BC back in in the day. That there you have a lot to be you know, optimistic about if you're, if you're an Eagle fan. Now the run game has to, has to find itself. This was there only 127 teams played a year ago. And this was 118th best rushing attack in the country. Maybe they didn't commit to it enough. I don't know, but it's got to get worked out and it's, it's going to hurt a little bit because your leading rusher, David Bailey from a season ago, he transfers out to Colorado state, joins Steve Adazio with the Rams and Fort Collins. But I'm seeing they're probably going to go Travis Lee uh, Levy. I'm assuming. I mean, there's the freshman Xavier Coleman. There's the West Virginia transfer Alex Sinkfield. All this will probably be worked out in camp. But the O line bringing back everyone. I would. I I think the run game has to get better. Um, I I would bet that's a strong bet. Frank Signetti I think knows he has to address that. They control the clock more. Yes, Jerkovic and your pass game should be your bread and butter. But the run game just has to be better. Um, you look on the defensive side of the ball where, t- where Tim uh, Lukabu uh, runs things. And this is where it's going to get interesting. First off, considering the COVID and all the, all the things we talked about, the defense got better with Adazio not being there and, and Lukabu being there four points, fewer or f- four fewer points per game, 73rd against the run 82nd against the pass 73rd ranked defense overall. So obviously you'd like to get better than that uh, 60th best scoring defense in the country. So, uh, but, but it was, but to be factual, it was a better defense than two years ago, which is crazy when you consider no spring ball, really bringing in a brand new system halfly, you know, that was his skill set though from Ohio state was he, he working with the defense, you know, his defensive coordinator, defensive coach, coach defensive backs for a while. You saw instantly. I think that the, the secondary for Boston college made it just was much, much better. And I think they're going to be a lot better this year too. the corners they have with uh, Josh DeBerry and, uh, and Brandon Sebastian 
I think are some of the best corners in the ACC. Um, and you mix that in with a couple of transfer uh, uh, safeties in, in Florida State transfer uh, Jaden Lars Woodley. Got, circle that name because I think that's going to be a, a pivotal, pivotal guy on this defense. And also Maryland transfer Deion Jones at the other safety spot. And 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 keeping it in the transfer portal here uh, at linebacker, which appears to be their biggest weakness on defense. Temple transfer Isaiah Graham Mobley is a big one. Um, Temple kind of continue. I feel like for the past 20 years, temples had decent defense. I know it's an AAC school, but I feel like you can, uh, that, that, that transfer probably works out. If I had to, if I had to bet they, they're converting a safety cam Arnold to linebacker. Cause that's the, the glaring weakness is just the reaper. Like their best two linebackers are gone. They're gone. Defensive line. Um, you're, you're, you're replacing two of four, but you got your, 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 your stud, uh, nose tackle and TJ Raham. And also defensive end Marquez Valdez is back. Um, I think the defense will be solid. That's his specialty. So I think it's almost like doing the Baylor podcast. Aranda will figure. I mean, Aranda's bringing back more than than BC is. But I just think uh, that's that's his specialty. That's what that's what Jasinski does. Not Jasinski. Halfley does. So I would just assume that that would be a, a big part. And he's recruiting better, guys. Like. I do think they're on a much better path based on their recruiting than they had been. And that's why I'm saying this is a good hire. The offense looked, I mean, considering you were going from ground and pound with Anthony Brown and really just kind of, I look, I like a good running attack as much as anybody, but they, they just weren't crisp on offense those years and and Halfley comes in and they look like a good offensive team at, at times last year. Um, I would say, I mean, Jerkovic is, is a, uh, like low key, really good quarterback. It's amazing. He was just a backup in Notre Dame. Cause Halfley really made him look good. I think you could make that argument that he played as good as Ian book did last year. And to get a caliber quarterback like that as a transfer from Notre Dame instantly. Um, uh, it's, it says something because, uh, I mean, blindly you look in the ACC, obviously saying you got Sam, Howe, ukulele or whatever, uh, at Clemson. After that, I think you can make a case that Phil Jerkovic's the third best quarterback in the ACC. I know you got with Macau Cunningham, who's had flashes. I think last year kind of a little bit of a setback. The year before, he looked a lot better. You got Kenny Pickett in his thirtieth year at Pitt. <laughs> um, you got Cutcliffe, who always puts out a decent quarterback performance. I feel like uh, maybe maybe not last year with Chase Bryce, but um. Overall, I mean, I guess Mackenzie Milton, you could make the case for, but he's coming back from a, a crazy injury. Okay. Derek King, you probably put Derek King above Jerkovic. So probably four, probably fourth in the ACC, but I don't even know, man, because I, I think you, there's not that big of a, a difference between Derek King and Phil Jerkovic heard it here first. All right. Um, you look and I mean, look, even last year, when you go through the scores, they lose by four to North Carolina, right? Now they did get whooped by Virginia tech, but they only lost by six to at Clemson. You know, that's a, that's a great, I know Clemson, uh, I think got banged up in that one too. And I think ukulele might've started that one as well, or played in it. Um, the Notre Dame game, 14 point game. I think that was a little bit deceiving. Um, and then they lose to Virginia by 11. So uh, you, this team's not that bad. Not that bad. Uh, in fact, every team that beat them, I mean, two college football 
allegedly playoff teams. And then Virginia, who last time we had a full ACC season, they won the coastal and uh, Virginia tech. So I think it was a great first year for Jeff Halfley. I think you gotta be happy if you're, if you're a Boston college fan now, now Vegas saying this year, win total set at uh, seven. So they basically got him as a bowl team. Let's hop into this and, and talk about this schedule because I, I think I think you should be happy if you're a Boston College fan. And we're going to talk more about that right now. Opening up, you get the Colgate. I believe what is it? That the Raiders? I think. I watched Colgate a few times in the spring with their FCS season. They're not very good. So Boston College rolls, and I want to say Colgate is replacing a coach. If memory serves me correct, um, Boston College rolls out the gate. One win down. Then they're at UMass. I love them going on the road here, but the Minutemen and Watt Bell's bunch, they're going to get rolled. Jerkovic's going to throw for 500. <laughs> Actually, they're probably benching by halftime, but that's a win. Then uh, uh, giving themselves the back-to-back away games here, that that's the tricky spot. I know UMass probably just up the road, not, not far, but then the very next week they're at temple, which Rod Carey's bunch. Uh, that's going to be an interesting game. Circle that one. No, nah, I mean I think Boston College wins that. Dewan Mathis, Georgia transfer coming in to, at quarterback at Temple. I think the Temple defense is going to be improved. I know they were not good last year, but the year prior they were they were solid. Um, yeah, the Boston College. Uh, give me three and zero out the gate. Three and zero out the gate, but don't take that Temple game lightly because you could lose that. But I think I think you're going to win that one. And here's the big one that I will say: Boston College fans should circle Missouri. You got. Eli Drinkwood's bunch coming all the way up to chestnut Hill. If you steal this game, which I think is very stealable. I think you could have a really good year. I think you could make some noise and, and have a really good year. Um, I think that's, and I, I honestly, it's like a 55 to 45 game uh, percentage wise, the way I feel, not the score. Um, I took Missouri, but it would not shock me. Would not shock me one bit if BC is able to get this. Can't wait to watch this one. And, but I'm going to take Missouri here. So three and one they're at Clemson, man, they get they, at Clemson back to back years. That's not fun, but they played them tough last year. Maybe Halfley can, can, you know, they, they got the more experienced quarterback now. Obviously we're going to take Clemson though. Right? So three and two possible four and one here. Uh, you this I like this bye week because after Clemson you get a bye week to settle down, um, and then you're hosting NC State, which is a contender really in the uh, for second place. Or if there if there's ever going to be a year where Clemson gets knocked off, I think it's it's either going to be BC, NC State, or or Louisville here. Um, so getting NC State in Chestnut Hill, huge game, huge game. Blindly, I would favor NC State by like three, but I mean this. <laughs> I could totally see this going. This is a 50 50. I'm like 51% NC state, 49% BC. You know what? I, I didn't give you the Missouri game. I'll give you NC state. How about that? And, and all of a sudden you're four and two you're at Louisville, which I think is anyone's game. This is the hard part about the ACC. It's anyone's that's a 50, 50 game. I'm going to favor Louisville. Cause it's, 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 uh, it's on the road, right? So four and three here. At Syracuse on a back-to-back away, the dome can be tricky, but I just think you guys are ahead of Syracuse. Five and three, home to Virginia Tech. This game, you remember the Matt Ryan years. 
this game's kind of been wild. Actually, this has been a wild kind of rivalry. They, they're trying to make this a rivalry for us. I, I don't, cause they play every year, but I don't, I don't value it as a rivalry, but I will say their games have been very entertaining. That's a winnable game. It really is a winnable game. You know what? I think I would take them to win. I think I'm taking them to win. Yeah. So give me that. Then they're at Georgia tech. Another very winnable game. I mean, really they could end the season really strong. I, I think they're favored against Georgia tech. Then they're home versus Florida state. That's a win. Then they're home versus wake. That's a little tricky. Dave Clawson's bunch underrated. I could totally see them losing that, but I'm going to, I'm going to give them that win. So I think they're going to end the season on a five game win streak. I got them at six, what? Seven, eight, nine. I mean, here's what's really crazy. You want to talk? I know it's BC. I know there's no way that they're going to do this, but it's not that crazy to look at the schedule and say, well, shit, if they get past Missouri in week four, besides that Clemson game, they can win every other game on the schedule. They got a great schedule. They have a great schedule going right here. Keep an eye out. Give me the over. I don't see them. I mean, I guess worst case scenario is you get shocked by temple week three in, in Philadelphia. You lose to Missouri week four, you lose to Clemson week five. But I would just think Halfley didn't have spring. He had to implement new systems a season ago on the fly. This one, I think you gotta, you gotta like what BC's got. You, you would just think naturally getting that much more time to learn the offense, learn the defense Jerkovic's another year in that system. You're returning your whole offensive line, your skill position, wideouts run games. Got to get better. Just based off that defensively. Yeah. You got some questions at the linebacker spot, but you like the secondary. And I tell you, I like the secondary because in the ACC where a lot of teams are doing the spread, you know, um, look at the likes from, from Clemson down to, to Louisville, to Syracuse, to, to wake forest, to Florida state. You kind of like that spot where, where your defense. Okay. Yes. Linebacker play circle that it's essential to this season, but I, I'm going to be honest that you, this is a team that's going to hit that over, I think. And I, it's a really favorable schedule. Don't let them beat Missouri week four, because then you could really honestly be talking like, I know we don't have the 12 team playoff yet, but shit, if they were to beat Missouri, there's a chance they could finish in the top 12 just because I feel now, obviously it's the ACC. They could lose these games. There's a lot of 50, 50 games there. NC state, Louisville, Virginia tech. I feel like are all 50, 50 games and they could get upset by Syracuse. They could get upset by Georgia tech, Florida state or wake. They're not good. So good that they're just automatic wins, but I would favor them in a lot of them. I mean, short of the Louisville game, I think there's a chance they're favored in every game (laughs) other than the Clemson and Missouri games. Give me the Eagles on the over. I'm that uh, suddenly I'm, I'm excited about what's going on in chestnut Hill. And they're all automatically. I think I kind of the, the Boston college forever just kind of makes you fall asleep. When you, when you analyze that, you're like, Hey, why can't this team surprise? Suddenly they're, they're, they're making my most interesting teams in the country list because 
Hey, that game against Missouri. Sign me up. That suddenly just became must watch TV for me. If they take care of temple uh, guys, if you're a first time, so look, you got to take that over. You got to take that over. I'm sorry. But if you're a first time listener, um, make sure you subscribe to the college football experience because we handicap every first off we're previewing 130 teams. All right. They're playing UMass week two. Guess who's going to have a UMass podcast. We here at the college experience. Yes. Temple, all these teams, Georgia tech. We will have you covered. Tell a friend and uh, honestly get to the sports book, bet the over on that seven. And like I said, we talk college football and college basketball. I know you got a new, a new coach or what Earl Grant, I believe um, coming in from Charleston, Boston college. Let's get it back to the days of Howard Isley and uh, Jared Dudley and Bill Curley. All those guys, we got you covered on the college basketball experience. Make sure you subscribe. We talk college basketball year round and on the college football experience, we talk college football year round. So uh, love, love the schedule here. Make sure you subscribe me, Patty C NC, Nick, my normal co-host. We are uh, over 500 handicapping every single game for the past four years. Every single game played in the division one, we've handicapped over 500 each and every season individually. And obviously as a collective, we're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that on a spreadsheet over at sports gambling podcast.com. Or if you download that SGPN app, probably the best way to do it actually is to get that SGPN app, but we give away all these picks for free. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. Uh, we'd certainly appreciate it. It's essential for us. And uh, if you do take a screenshot and tag me on Twitter at the Colby D and I will send you a college experience t-shirt brand new, not used. All right. This isn't Ross. All right. There won't be a fucking spaghetti stain on it. Um, but do that. And uh, yeah. And Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give them a follow and make sure you follow the sports gambling podcast at the SGP network on Twitter. Check out that Slack channel too. sports gambling podcast. A lot of fun there. You could talk about everything everything in that F- formula one racing. You want gambling tips. There we go. Just not, not even if, if, if you're just a fan, it's just fun to just get in there and talk. So check it out. I'm sure we'll be talking Boston college football soon in there, if not already. So uh, check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. All right, guys, this is the college football experience. Boston college Eagles season preview. Love what Halfley's doing there. You better start thinking about yours. Oh yeah.